This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Listen, family, God bless you. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. We are having solid talk tonight. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. I pray that everyone is doing well. Hopefully you had a wonderful week. If not, hopefully we can make it a little bit better. I'll do the best that I can do, but I'm not sure how much success I'm going to have because I'm coming to you with one of these. uh, I don't want to call it a doom and gloom message, but I just want to call it a reality message. And what I really want to speak about tonight, family, is where we are in our society and world today what is really going on in this country today now if you see the title of tonight's solid talk it says chaos as scheduled right chaos as scheduled now why would anybody schedule chaos well that's what i'm going to dig into tonight to really point out a few things that are happening at the same time what we see going on today is a lot of confusion We see a lot of violence. We see wars and rumors of wars. We see uh, mass shooters in the subway. We see terrorists. We see uh, just the sheer confusion that to the point where we don't even know what a man or a woman is in this country anymore. There's just a lot going on. And I'm calling this chaos as scheduled because what's really happening here is the stage is being set. The stage is being set because there's something that the Bible calls the spirit of this age. And the spirit of this age is almost like the air that you breathe in when you walk inside, when you walk outside. But more importantly, uh, it's not literally what you breathe in, but it's, it's what's being permeated throughout the airways. Because the Bible says that Satan is the prince and power of the air. So he uses the airways. Okay, he uses the media. He uses... In some cases, some people even argue literally the, 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 the weather, right? If you want to get into all that harp stuff, we're not going there tonight. But the point I'm trying to make is that there's something that's, that's just what's happening in our culture today. What is the spirit of the age today? And what I really find, family, is that um, there is a gravitation toward I don't want to call it victimhood just yet, but there is a gravitation toward what I'm just going for the moment called Barabbas. Okay, Barabbas. Now, who was Barabbas? If we go to the word of God, we're going to read this really quickly because this is not a Bible study tonight. But I just want to go ahead and just pop this on the screen real quick. And when we really look at who Barabbas was, this is someone who appears in the Bible. uh, It's recorded when Jesus was crucified. And what you'll find is Matthew chapter 27, verses 15 through 26. We'll read this one, but he's mentioned in, I think, uh, just about all of the synoptic gospels, right? But I want to read this account because it says something very interesting. It says, now at the feast, now, now this feast that they're talking about is, I believe this is during the time of Passover, right? So it says, now at the feast. The governor was want or willing, he, he was desiring to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would. 
Now, this was the custom of this time. This was something that the Romans did. Uh, I guess I don't know if you want to call it as atonement to the Jews, but whatever the case is, whenever there was a time during Passover, whenever the Jews were having Passover, Rome would actually release a prisoner. So verse 17 says, therefore, when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, whom will ye, who do you desire that I release unto you? And it gives them two options, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ. Now, I want to back up to verse 16 because verse 16 says something very interesting. It says, and they had then a notable prisoner. Okay. Now, when you look up that word notable, what it really means is this is a guy who was infamous. This is a guy who was a known criminal. What Barabbas was really accused of, or I won't even say accused of, but what he was in prison of was for insurrection and also for murder. Okay. Now, these are two outrageous crimes. Okay. So he's about as criminal as you can get. And so they they position him beside Jesus. And then he says, which one are you going to choose? Is it going to be team Barabbas or is it going to be team Jesus? Now, what's the difference between Barabbas and Jesus? Now, interestingly enough, if you look at Barabbas's name, his name starts with Bar, B-A-R. And whenever you see that in the Bible, uh, just about all of the time, this prefix Bar means the son of. Okay, the son of. And then you have Abbas, which basically means Abba, which means father, right? The son of the father. So that's what his name means. So basically what you have here is you have a false Christ or an antichrist in Barabbas. And then you have Jesus, which is it, who is the Christ. Uh, the question, the way he phrased it was Jesus, which is called Christ. So you got two choices. You got the antichrist. And then you have the actual Christ, the true and living Christ. OK, now, when we talk about the spirit of this age today in 2022, the spirit of this age is the spirit of Barabbas, which is the spirit of Antichrist, because when the people were given the option to choose which one of these do you want to set free? They chose to crucify Jesus. They yelled out, crucify him, crucify him. OK, they wanted to crucify Jesus, but then at the same time, they wanted to release Barabbas, who was a, a renowned criminal. So we got to ask the question, what was going on with these people that made them want to release somebody who didn't do anything? Uh, excuse me, release somebody who had done everything wrong, but to crucify somebody who hadn't done anything wrong. Here's the difference. The spirit of the Antichrist and then the Antichrist both provide a depiction of liberation. The issue, though, is that the real Christ provides freedom in a form of deliverance from sin. But the spirit of the Antichrist or this Barabbas type spirit is the freedom to sin. Okay. So we're looking at the freedom from sin, which we call deliverance, and then the freedom to sin, which is called uh, lasciviousness or licentiousness. 
Okay, it was one of them. Just choose one. I'm not sure if I got it right. <laughs> but basically, just this, this license to sin, this license to say, okay, instead of addressing your issue, fixing your issue, and having a standard of righteousness, because the Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against it. So with Christ comes a standard of righteousness, and he knows that we cannot meet that standard on our own. So what he chooses to do is he chooses to uh, forgive us for what we cannot do and to liberate us to be able to live a righteous and holy life to the best of our ability through his spirit. Now, that's what we call freedom from sin, that we can get to a place where we're no longer in bondage. But then on the flip side, you have this antichrist spirit, which is the spirit of this age. And what it basically says is we're going to basically absolve you of your sin, not by delivering you. Not by setting you free. Not by helping you, not even by calling you out. But we're just going to tell you that everything is OK. And so when the people have. A Barabbas in front of them and Jesus in front of them and they're forced to make a choice. They're choosing Barabbas based on two things, mainly in this context. They're choosing him because they despise righteousness. OK, the Bible said describes this as they love darkness more than they love light. I think it might say that somewhere in John chapter one or chapter three, something like that. But basically, it's just this idea that they're rejecting the light and they're choosing darkness. So just the fact that this this person has come and has given a standard, I feel. I feel offended by that, because in the, in the last days, one of the signs the Bible says is going to be offense. Many will be offended. So it's saying I feel offended by the fact that you're telling me that there is a right and there is a wrong. I feel offended that you're telling me that there is a way to live. It reminds me of a scripture in Hebrews. I'm about to mess it up. But it basically says um, something to the effect of they hate, they hate, they consider the righteous an abomination, right? Let's see if we can find it. But there's actually people like this. Who will look at you because you're righteous and they will despise you simply because you're righteous. And righteous doesn't mean that you're flawless. Righteous just simply means that you're at peace with God and you're in right standing with God. It just simply means that you've adopted what the word of God says and you've taken on how the word of God wants you to live. That's all it really means. That's all it really means. Having a little trouble finding the scripture. <laughs> I know it's in the Proverbs. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But basically what's happening here is um, what we find now is everyone wants to make everything permissible. The spirit of the Antichrist is the is the is going to have its own religion. And that religion is the religion of tolerance and that which is basically lawlessness. So it's this idea that we're going to tolerate everything that's out there, right? We're going to tolerate any and everything goes, 
you do you, I'm going to do me. There is no right. There is no wrong. There is no, no definition of anything. Everything is based on your feelings. Okay. Age doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, you know, all of this stuff doesn't matter. It's lawlessness. So how does this manifest itself today? Well, we got this concept of shaming. They have something called fat shaming or body shaming, which basically says instead of us correcting you and telling you that you have to keep yourself in some sort of shape, which is biblical, because the Bible says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So we have to keep these temples up. It also speaks of gluttony. So instead of telling people that we're going to say anyone who does that is now shaming you. And they're the one that's wrong, not you. Slut shaming. Basically, the idea that you can just live any type of way sexually. That's your business. I'm not in it. And then we're not going to shame you for it, even though the Bible does speak about fornication. Okay, the Bible does speak about promiscuity and things like that and perversion. But because we're living in this uh, spirit of the age where everything is becoming lawless, we're shaming the ones who actually st stand for something, right? So you see how the devil takes takes it and flips it upside down, right? He flips it upside down. And so what we find now is uh, crime, okay? Crime there's the spirit of this age. There's a sympathy for criminals. And this is what I'm getting to with the whole Barabbas thing. There's a concept called criminal reform, which basically, if I had to just summarize it, it says we're too harsh on criminals. It's unfair. It's unjust. It's racially, uh, it's racist and all this different type of stuff. We're too hard on criminals. So we're going to give them as little time as possible. It's this idea that, uh, we're too hard on criminals and also that people are really inherently good, but it's just the environment and the circumstances that's making them bad. It's, 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 their, it's their upbringing that's making them criminal. But if you get to these good people in time or you take, your, take time to social work these people, right, um, they can be redeemed, but they're not being redeemed through correction. OK, they're being redeemed through excessive and perverse compassion, which actually does not redeem them at all. And so what we find now is there's all sorts of crime that's happening in these inner cities. And this crime is uh, is oftentimes occurring by people who were already criminals, but they're being let out early. So there's a sympathy for Barabbas. I almost want to retitle this sympathy for Barabbas. There's this sympathy for the spirit of Barabbas, right? Uh, because it's acknowledging all of us have issues. All of us have fallen, but it's rejecting any type of correction or chastisement or true redemption. It's saying instead of me fixing you, I'm just going to throw the problem away. Now, in the world, that might work, but the problem is there's still God that sits high and looks low. So if we make the decision that, okay, uh, down here, everybody can do everything and it's no big deal. If God doesn't sign off on that, when Judgment Day rolls around, we're going to have some problems. We're going to have some real issues.
And so what's happening today, family, is that there is chaos that is as scheduled because everybody at some point is going to come to the realization that I need a savior. We're talking at, about food shortages. We're talking about wars in other country and a potential war that the U.S. could get involved in. We're talking about these world leaders that got all these buttons to press these nukes. We're talking about uh, confusion in our schools and things like this. There's anything, you name it. We're talking about crime rates are at an all-time high. We're talking about inflation that's going through the roof. And all of this is as scheduled. Because there's two things that are happening. Specifically in this country, this country is purposely being weakened. There's no way that this administration is as inept and impotent as it actually is, right? Nobody is this stupid. It's literally like every decision that's made is, is a horrible decision. So we got a question. Why are these decisions being made? Are they even in the best interest of our country? And they're not. So there's an intentional weakening of this country. I talked about this a few weeks ago. And the purpose of that is, is that nationalism in the United States has to be destroyed. Why does nationalism, or you can call it patriotism, why does that have to be destroyed? It has to be destroyed because when the Antichrist comes on the scene and begins to reign, he's going to reign globally. But he can't reign against this American spirit that's very, um, <laughs> I, I don't want to call it rebellious, right? But we have a strong grasp on freedom. It's just certain things that we're not rocking with. But what's happening with the erosion of a standard, what's happening with all of these inflation things that are going on, all of these other social ills that I just mentioned, there's an intentional weakening. So I say all of that to say at some point, somebody is going to recognize that they need a savior. Everybody at, at one point or another is going to recognize, hey, things look kind of wild down here. I need a savior. And they're going to be presented with these same two options. You're going to have Team Barabbas, which is AKA the Antichrist, or you're going to have Team Jesus. And what's going to determine which one you choose is to determine, hey, I need freedom. I need salvation. But how am I going to get it? Am I going to get freedom and, and being saved from my sin through Jesus Christ? Or am I going to take on the religion of tolerance, a.k.a. lawlessness? And am I going to adopt the spirit of this age and Barabbas' religion and gain a false salvation and a false liberation through tolerance, right? Through this idea that uh, nobody needs to get punished for anything. Now, why do people like Barabbas? People like Barabbas because he's a notable, what do they call him? A notable criminal, right? They called him a notable prisoner. And basically what they're saying is, if you can set him free, who's a murderer and an insurrectionist, the, the, the chief of sinners practically, if you can set him free and he suffers no penalty, that means that I can live my life as sinful as I want with no penalty, no shame and no chastisement. And that's effectively 
what's being done when we have this whole shaming movement where anytime anyone stands for anything, it's either shame shaming or it's politically incorrect. And so we're dealing with this issue here and folks are going to be faced with this decision. And so what I want to do now real quick is I'm, I'm going to do two things. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put the link in the chat for anybody who might want to join in and we can talk about this or we can just make it an open discussion, but I'm going to put the link in for anybody who wants to join in. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a clip from one of my favorite movies, which to me embodies what we have going on in this country. Now, I'm a big time Batman fan. Uh, not so much these days because I kind of learned that Batman effectively is like a type of Antichrist. We're not going to get into that tonight because we're not talking about that tonight per se. But um, even still, in some ways also, the Joker is also assuming so sometimes batman if he's going to take this savior role let's just say temporarily that batman is a christ-like figure right somebody who just comes comes to rescue everybody and comes to fight crime and save people right on the flip side you have the joker who is a type of antichrist now i'm gonna play this clip from batman 1989 which is my personal favorite okay now i don't think the audio is going to play on this clip because I don't think I quite set this up the way that I needed to with this particular, um, with this particular uh, setup. Right. But it actually might be a good thing because. Oh, it's playing. So it's actually playing through the computer, I think. Which actually might not be so bad because now you can hear it, but you can just hear it a little bit. <laughs> so I'm going to play this clip. Maybe I'll turn the mic in the middle so I can commentate on it at the same time. We ain't going to play too, too much of it because, you know, we don't own it and all that. But um, <laughs> um, what I'm about to show you. Oh, I got to go specifically to that. OK, what I'm about to show you is a clip from the 1989 Batman. And this clip came to my mind because this is the perfect embodiment, in my opinion, of what we have going on today. This is the Joker who has juxtaposed or put himself beside in the opposite way, Batman. OK, he has juxtaposed himself to Batman. And he is making Batman, who is supposed to be a savior type, he is making him out to be the villain you know what i mean he is he is calling that which is evil good and calling that which is good evil and the way that he's doing it is he's bribing the public okay so what you're going to see here is a scene from 1989 batman i know I'm, a, I'm an old old man now i just celebrated a birthday actually on tuesday um, Moni said, why don't you tell us it's your birthday? I like to stay low key sometimes, but it was uh, April 12th. Uh, I don't need no gifts or nothing. I'm just letting you know that I'm old. But what we're going to see here is the Joker is having a parade. OK, and he's having this parade and he is giving out money to all of the all of the public. Right. And everybody is just so happy to get this money. 
They don't know where the money came from. They don't care how the money came. All they care about is the fact that, hey, Joker's giving us free money. This Antichrist type for the purposes of this example. But at the same time, while the Joker is giving his money and he's saying, where's Batman? Batman's not giving you any money. I'm giving you money. Okay. You know, uh, Christ isn't letting you sin just willy nilly. I'm letting you sin willy nilly. But at the same time as he's doing this, he's releasing poisonous gas on this crowd because his true intention is to destroy these people. And Satan's true intention while he's doing all of this stuff, letting the criminals free and saying it's compassionate, doing all this shaming, his true intention is that he hates humanity. That's a lot of why we see going on with the gender confusion, because the less people having babies, the less humans there are. Why does he hate humans? Because he hates the image of God. Right. But let's look at this clip. We we're going to skip skip through it a little bit. Right. Um, but effectively, man, look at Michael Keaton, man. That was the best Batman, man. <laughs> My man, Michael Keaton. So effectively, right. You got Batman here. He sees what's going on. You got these blimpy balloons. The Joker, what is he doing? He playing that Prince music. That's the, the, the Prince and power of the air, right? Everybody hear the music? That's what draws them. That's what lulls them in the sleep is the music, right? The, the, the intoxication. He's getting these people into an alpha state so that whatever I'm about to do, you're just going to receive it unconditionally y'all let me know if y'all can hear this okay i'm not expecting you to be able to hear it perfect uh which is actually kind of good right so look at look at look at my man jack nicholson got that prince music going i'm gonna skip a little bit i don't know what the copyright's like but he got the parade going. look at that big smile on his face if you don't have any discernment you think he's a nice guy you really think this president and this administration, you really think they care about you? Look at him just giving money, 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 money. I think it's something that he's going to say at one point. Let's skip ahead a little bit. You get the idea. Look at that. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Dancing. Who is he appealing to? He's appealing to the carnal man. He's not appealing to anything uh, spiritual about these people. He's not appealing to their innermost person he's not appealing to them on a spiritual level he's appealing to them at their base nature this is what the bible refers to as the mark of the beast right uh this is the base nature of humanity all of this licentiousness let me make sure i'm using that word right <laughs> all of this licentiousness right which effectively is a license to sin yeah, I think I think it is because you can do that because that's the okay licentious the state or character of being lic licentiousness the state or character of being licentious want of due restraint in any respect especially dissolute of profligate conduct sexual immorality look I don't feel like I need to look up like four other words just on that definition but licentious simply means lacking more restraint especially in sexual conduct. Let me look at lasciviousness real quick because that might be what I want. 
a lasciviousness. Okay, this is the one I want. Lascivious desires or conduct, lewdness, wantonness, lustfulness, looseness of behavior, tendency to excite lust, lascivious or lewd character, the state or habitual condition of feeling an excessive or morbid sexual desire, right? So whichever word, right, they both basically mean the same concept that you're appealing to somebody's base nature. And that's going to be the difference between the real Christ and the Antichrist is that the real Christ is going to appeal to you on a spiritual level. Right. You're going to recognize my reward. The Bible says is not down here. He'll have some nice things for us down here, but our reward is not down here. We store up our reward in heaven. The Barabbas Antichrist spirit, OK, the, the, the criminal spirit. Is saying your reward is down here and you can achieve it through your vices. You can achieve it through your base nature, your 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 human. Fleshly, carnal, animalistic, beast like nature. Right. But look at these people. Naive animals. All they care about is what they can get. Let's fast forward. To go Vicky Vale, photographer, journalist. Oh man, look at that bat wing. Oh, look at that bat wing. That thing looking sweet. <laughs> All right, let me stop with somebody say, oh. I ain't holy because I like Batman. Most of these superheroes are like, who do you trust? Look at that. Listen to that again. When you say that money, 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 that's all people care about. Okay. So we get the idea. I'm not going to stay with this anymore. But once he pressed his button, right? Of your failed and useless lies. But as my plastic surgeon always said, if you gotta go, go with a smile. If you gotta go, go with a smile. If you gotta go, go with a smile. It's a trap. This sinful nature, this behavior, it's a trap. Don't fall for these, don't fall for the spirit of this age, which basically tells you do as thou wilt. Thelema, okay, that's the term that Alistair Crowley or one of those Satanist terms, Thelema, basically means do as thou wilt. That will be the whole of the law. That's the satanic creed, because I say this all the time on this channel. Satanism is not the worshiping of Satan, okay, that's Luciferianism. But Satanism is actually the worship of self. And what does the Bible call us to be? The Bible calls us to be selfless, which is love. The Bible calls us to be loving, which is selfless. And so I say all of this to say that um, everything that we see happening right now is being positioned for people to be able to choose. There's going to come a point in everyone's life where they're going to choose the Lord or they're going to choose themselves. OK, and that's the religion that the spirit of the Antichrist uh, propagates is self-worship. OK, you do what you want to do. You have all that you want to have your feel and all of those things. 
So what I want to do real quick, family, is I want to go to the chat. Once again, I'm going to open up the lines. You guys can uh, hop into this chat through the link, or you can just comment what you think about this or anything else that you want to talk about in this discussion, because there's a lot going on. We have all sorts of incidents that are happening back to back to back. We just had a mass shooter in New York. I'm not going to talk too much about that because I don't want to get my stream taken down. But it's just so interesting to me that every time there's a mass shooter, the first thing that they want to have is gun control. Well, explain this to me. The shooter, I believe he's, I don't know if he's from New York, but he's in New York, which has the strictest gun laws in the country. But the people who are not able to think critically, what they're going, all they're going to see is the fact that there was another mass shooting. And they're going to say, well, we need to ban the guns. The technology for the gun already exists. There's, there is no banning guns at this point. Praise the Lord. I see Sister Karen just join. As soon as she gets connected, I'm going to let her in. There is no uh, banning of the guns at this point, right? Um, because that technology exists. I see you on, Sister, but it say you're not connected. So as soon as you get on, we're going to get you on here to chat it up. But, um, man, it doesn't exist. And so when you do so-called ban these guns, as they already practically have in New York, what you're going to have is you're going to have the criminals with the guns and all of the innocent people have no way of protecting themselves and they become sitting ducks, just like those people were on that train in New York. Right. We're not going to get too deep into what how I really feel about that, but. That's what we have going on right now. Okay. That's what we have going on right now is all of these different things. And so why, why would you need to take away people's guns? Well, in order to have compliance, in order to actually rule people, you need to make them defenseless. And that's one of the things that the founding fathers of this country understood is, 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 Hey, we ain't rocking. Okay. That's how we sometimes used to say in DC. I don't know. They still look, I ain't rocking. We ain't rocking like that. Okay. Meaning we, we went through all that stuff. Well, we, you know, the Europeans, it wasn't really, like, you know, but the, pe the, the, the the people who settled here, right, they went through whatever they went through. And over there, when they fled Europe, they came over here, they got into it with Britain over here. They had their uh, wars and whatnot. And they came over their constitution and said, we ain't rocking. Everybody holding, you know what I mean? Everybody got the opportunity to bear arms. And what that meant was. If you got into it with somebody, you knew that there was a potential for retaliation or defense is a better word. But now, <laughs> now, if you go to one of these cities that has these extremely tight gun laws, you can and you're the only one with the gun. You're the most powerful person in the room. So. I don't know how many more of these uh, shootings that needs to happen for them to officially be able to restrict the guns to be honest with you i don't really i don't really know how it's going to happen i do think it might happen eventually i just don't know how 
because that that American gun ownership type deal is very strong. I mean, you're not going to get those people down there in the South. <laughs> Some of those people in the Midwest, you're not going to get those people to give up their guns. So I really am curious. I don't want to see it happen. You know, I don't, I don't want to live to see that happen. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But at some point, there's going to be rulership of that antichrist spirit. The Bible talks about this in Thessalonians. It also talks about this in Romans, right? And so we who know the Lord, we're choosing Jesus. We're team Jesus. And what that means is whatever comes to confront us in our beliefs, we're not going to go for it regardless of how it looks or regardless of how we get pressured. So what that means is that we got to begin to pr prepare ourselves. We got to begin to get prayed up. We got to begin to not grow weary. There's been a lot of attacks on the body of Christ lately. Okay. There's been a lot of folks that have been attacked by lust, gluttony, slothfulness, fear. Okay. All sorts of attacks. Uh, I've noticed walking with the Lord a little bit. Sometimes the enemy sends out attacks in waves, right? And I feel like we're we're hitting one of these waves. And so those who are weak right now, we need to get strong. We need to get around brothers and sisters to stay encouraged, uh, get some fellowship, because that's one of the strategies that I also see the enemy using in this season is isolation. Okay, isolation. I don't want to be around nobody. I don't feel like doing anything. I get to it when I get to it. I got other stuff to do. And what the isolation is like is like getting plucked off, right? We don't watch horror movies anymore, but remember we used to watch the horror movie and everybody would be, you know, they, <laughs> they, I'm sorry, I'm immature. There'll come a point in the horror movie where somebody be like, let's split up or something like that. And then they split up and they start getting plucked off. And it's like, whose bright idea was it to split up? Or you might see in a horror movie, not the horror movie, I'm sorry. You might see in a video game, you playing Call of Duty or something like that. And you got your whole team and your whole team is holding down a position. But if you're the one who runs off and, and, and goes off into no man's land, then you're, you can easily get plucked off, right? You don't have that support system around you. You don't have that intel. You don't have that, that line of communication with your peers. So what we got to do starting right now and moving into this month of May coming up is we have to move into a moment of restoration, Okay. Some of us have been weary. Some of us have been tired. We got to move into a state of restoration. We got to get filled up. Uh, we got to go to those that are strong to restore us because the Bible says uh, if anybody is, is, is weak or something like that, you who are spiritual restore such in one. Okay. So don't be afraid to reach out to your brother or sister in the Lord. There's a whole lot that needs to happen, but it seems like the more that's going on in the world, the, the harder it is sometimes to pray. And it could be that we just have our focus on the wrong things. You know, our focus is just not where it needs to be. So we don't want to be those who uh, start strong. You know how the Bible talks about the seeds that went out. Some of the seeds fell upon stony soil. Some fell in the thorns. Some 
some you know landed but they 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 got burnt up okay they started off okay but then they got burnt up they didn't run well we don't want to be that we want to be the ones that endure till the end right but in order to do that we need strength we need power okay that's what everybody is missing is power well not everybody but you know what I'm saying that's what folks are missing is power I said this before. I see so much on social media. You scroll through. Everybody is giving life advice, life coaching. Everybody is learning that everybody else is toxic. You know what I mean? Toxic has become a joke. Toxic has actually become a an attribute. And what I mean by that is like toxic. Toxic has actually become sexy to some people. <laughs> I saw something on, on the internet earlier. It was, excuse me, can they get my joke out? <clears throat> it, it was like, it was like when he, when he find any toxic, it's something like that, right? As if to say, I want the person that's toxic. I want the girl that's toxic, the guy that's toxic. Now, even though that's a joke, that's actually how it's been a lot. You know, it's just that we, we didn't have those words to put it into, but oftentimes people are attracted to those type of things. But anyway, back to my point, you go on social media, you see all of this life advice. Everybody has wisdom, so-called. But if everybody has wisdom, why do we have to keep reiterating this stuff over and over again? It's because knowledge and wisdom are great. But they're useless if you don't have power. And the only place that we can actually get power is from the Lord. We can't get it from anywhere else. There's a lot of folks out here trying to get it from someone else. Okay. There's a lot of folks out here trying to uh, go to the stones and the crystals and the yoga and the witchcraft and the sorcery. The uh, the powers that be. There's a lot of folks going to these places, right? But are they really getting true power? They're getting some some temp some of them getting some real temporary type stuff. You know what I mean? There's a reason why this stuff is forbidden, and there's a reason why folks do it because some of the stuff works, but at what expense? It's working, but it's not working under the authority of God. So the end of it is not going to be fruitful. The end of it is not going to be fruitful. Kiki say the King James version. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm way at the beginning. Let me go through this chat. God bless everybody that's joining in. Moni says, yeah, I just saw that Russia is threatening any country that supplies Ukraine with weapons. Well, wouldn't you know the United States effectively has supplied Ukraine with weapons. So if that's true, what Moni said, she ain't got no reason to lie. Indirectly, the U.S. is threatening the United States if they supply Ukraine with weapons. Now, I don't know all the specifics, but I know that we have sent weaponry over there. I know that we have not sent them planes directly, but we sent planes to a neighboring country and I'm trying to remember that neighboring country right now. Um, 
but it's like the other side of Ukraine. Uh, U.S. sending planes to Ukraine. It's just, okay, I think it might be Poland, right? Uh, this was two days ago. U.S. military aid to Ukraine now has surpassed $3 billion under Biden. Wow. Mm, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Here's what's been provided. Okay. Look, uh, I can't even I can't even properly discuss this right now because I don't want to misrepresent it. But but yeah, to your point, that's exactly the type of stuff that we see going on. Yeah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. But everything is as scheduled, even to the point of what Jesus prophesied, because what did he say in Matthew chapter 24? Let's go to Matthew chapter 24 and let's let's build a checklist. And we're going to see how many we're going to check off. Right. We're going to go right through Matthew chapter 24. Just briefly, just briefly. We might not even get through the whole thing. Right. But Matthew chapter 24, one of the backbones of prophecy. The question that was asked. Tell us. When shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world or the age? This is Matthew chapter 24, verse three. I just read. Let's see what Jesus says in verse four. He says, take heed that no man deceive you for many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many. That's already happened. Verse six, and ye shall hear wars and rumors of wars. That's happening right now. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Okay, so nation rising against nation, that word nation actually is, is the word ethnos, which means ethnicity. So when it says nation rising against nation, what it's actually talking about is nationality. Now, the kingdom was, kingdoms against kingdoms, that's the actual countries and nations, right? But nation rising against nation is talking about race. And that's another cauldron pot that we see boiling up every day. Everything becomes more and more racial, right? More and more racial. Um, racial tension is at, is at a fever pitch. We just had another police shooting. OK, I'm not going to get too deep into that because I don't know all the details. But from the little that I know. You know, guy has mismatched. This was up there. In, I think Grand Rapids, Michigan. I can't remember the guy's name. Mismatch plates. Cop pulls him over. The guy gets out the car. Cop tells him to get in the. No, he told him to get in the car. I think he told him to get in the car. Guy didn't get in the car. Basically, he became uncompliant the whole time. They get into a scuffle. Cop breaks out the taser. The guy gets a hold of the taser somehow. At that point, the argument is that the guy has a deadly weapon, which is the taser, which can potentially be deadly, or it could potentially subdue someone enough that you can have freedom to use deadly force 
meaning that if he were to tase the cop and the cop, if you ever, if you ever seen somebody tase, it's, it's like a crazy thing, right? But you kind of like do like that and you just in shock for a moment. He could take the cop's gun and shoot him or something like that. So it's either deadly or indirectly deadly. But then on the same token, the body camera went off, but somebody else footage captures the shooting. The The perpetrator ends up getting shot in the back of the head. So now I heard that there have been riots up there in Michigan. I'm not sure how true that is. Let me Google it real quick. But the point is, we're looking at another example of some more potential racial tension, riots, and those type of things. Yeah, it said there were some protests that broke out. So I don't know if they are riots or protests. This article says protests. So we're going to call it that for the moment. Okay. But that being said, you know what I mean? Um, racial tension is at an all-time high. Nation against nation. We just heard that from Russia. What else does he say? I'm in Matthew chapter 24, verse 7. And there shall be famines. That's already, excuse me, that's already happening. Joe Biden said out of his mouth that we should expect food shortages. In the United States of America, when did you ever envision the United States of America having a food shortage? Now, granted, we do eat a lot. Okay, well, I give you that. We eat a lot. <laughs> Maybe we can eat our way into a food shortage. But why are we really having food shortages? And I've heard people say, I haven't validated this, but I've heard people say that farmers had been asked to burn a lot of their crops. So what's the correlation between asking farmers to burn their crops and then the nations allegedly or supposedly having food shortages? There's something sinister going on. Put two and two together. So pestilences, those diseases, that's already happening. We had, um, we're dealing with a pandemic right now. You know, earthquakes, that's, that's been happening. That's been increased over the last 50 years or so, or really even more than that, in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now, he's talking to his disciples, but this is a living word. Verse 10 says, and then shall many be offended. That's happening. Everybody's offended over everything. But I think this in this text, that might mean something slightly different. But anyway, and then many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, okay, a.k.a. lawlessness a.k.a. The, 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 the muddying of the waters, everything is just do it, whatever you want to do. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Now, isn't that ironic that everything they're telling people that we should not do somebody for is they accuse you of being unloving. OK, so if you call somebody out on their sin, they say that you're unloving, you're shaming. Right. 
But this Bible says in verse 12 that when iniquity abounds, it causes the love of many to wax cold. Jesus says in verse 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all generate, excuse me, unto all nations. And then shall the end come. So there's a lot more here, but we're not going to read all of Matthew 24, but you can certainly go and read that. But there is a part here where I think you might talk about. Uh, is this where he talks about the man of sin? Let me see something real quick. Let me see. I'm trying to see if, if Jesus mentions the Antichrist in this passage. Great tribulation. This is some other thing. I'm over in verse 20 and 21 now. Great tribulation, such as was not seen since the beginning of the world. Okay. If any, uh, verse 23, then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders. In so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Wow. Mm. Man, this is some stuff right here. Lord have mercy. Man, I can't even find what I'm what I'm looking for. I'm over here back. I'm all the way down here in verse 37. But as the days of Noah. No, let's back it up to 36. But of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. For as in the days that were before the flood. They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that no entered into the ark, a.k.a. nobody was concerned about the return of Christ or at that time, Noah. Nobody was concerned about him preaching the ark, which is salvation. Everybody was concerned about whatever they wanted to do. Now, is that say is that saying that you can't live your life? No, it's not saying that. But what it's saying is that we need to be mindful of salvation and we need to be mindful of the big picture and eternal life just as much, if not more than we are of this life. Verse 39 says, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. OK, so it goes into some other stuff. I'm not even going to get in, get into all of this right now. Um, yeah, but yeah, you can check out Matthew chapter 24 in your free time. But it's some real stuff going on. God bless everyone that's joining. Sorry, my sister couldn't get on. I saw she tried to pop on earlier. If anybody else wants to come on real quick, I'm going to post this one last time. By the grace of God. In the meantime, we're going to get to some more of these comments. Moni says, Alistair Crawley was 
the biggest Satanist. He came up with the term, do what thou wilts. Yeah. There's a very famous picture of Jay-Z with that shirt on. The Satanic Creed, do as thou wilt. I'm not even going to look it up right now. Another discussion for another day. Moni says, I don't like guns, but I don't support strict gun laws. I mean, somebody is going to have a gun. Like it, it well, people, people have this idea that if you ban guns, they're just going to disappear. You know what I mean? Like we, like ban it means we going to just banish them off the face of the earth. <laughs> that ain't happening. That technology is out there, man. That's like, oh gosh, I can't even think of a good example. But that's like if it's something that you know about that nobody else knows about, and you can get to it before anybody. That's like if you could go back. 10 years and this whenever the first bitcoin came out and you knew what bitcoin was going to amount to and somehow you bought up all the bitcoins all of them right that's like you doing that <laughs> investing in that 10 years ago you got the technology sister Brittany says i was drawn to his and anton lavey's teachings and just darkness overall. I thank God he delivered me. Absolutely. For those who may not know, Anton LaVey is another uh, infamous Satanist. Yeah, thank God for deliverance. Yeah, we do have a lot of enemies in the spiritual realm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You don't know who to trust. Sister Marsha says, I agree, just like the word savage. I'm not sure what you're referring to, sister, but I think you're just talking about um, maybe this idea how we embrace savagery now. Like everybody desires to be a savage. The one before this was beast mode, right? You notice that there's just this, um, and there's a football player named Marshawn Lynch. He was a prolific running back, very strong, very pretty fast but extremely strong <laughs> so he's like strong and fast and he could barrel over people and he had the nickname beast mode and you got everybody wearing these t-shirts beast mode beast mode okay that's that's cool most people don't mean no harm but what's the spirit behind that it's just something to think about same thing point that i think marsh is making with the the word savage Moni says the flesh is attracted to toxicity until it damages the soul. Yeah, that's a great way to put that. We don't really see the danger of some sin until it really damages the soul, right? Uh, as long as it pleases the flesh, we don't see any issue with it. But it's not a see, see everything cool till the heartbreak comes, you know, everything cool till, till the, what the Bible calls uh just recompense comes. Nobody wants to just recompense, but the Bible says they that sow into the flesh shall reap corruption. Okay. They that sow into the spirit. I think it says they shall reap life and peace. Okay. Something to that effect. Glory to God. It works just like drugs work. It's a lure. You have to get hooked for self-destruction to work. We need to sanctify ourselves. Absolutely. We need to be set apart. 
Man, there, there, there needs to be a great putting away in my life. Moni says the Ukrainian president has been putting a lot of pressure on Biden to give them as much support as possible. Yeah, he's trying to bring us into their, into their conflict. Now, there's a lot of thoughts about what's actually going on. So uh, I've heard all sorts of theories about why Russia invaded Ukraine. One of them is Ukraine has a bunch of Nazis and Russia's over there trying to destroy Nazism. I don't know if that's true. Another theory that I've heard is that Russia, who is not a part of NATO, I guess they had some sort of agreement with NATO that you're not going to progress any closer to our country. And they heard that Ukraine was considering joining or being a part of NATO. So when that happened, I guess Russia was saying we don't want Ukraine to be a part of NATO because that means NATO is now right on our border. So I guess the idea from their perspective is y'all are encroaching and we want to stop that encroachment. But I don't fully know. I mean, I, who we only get the news that we can get. So most of us don't really know what's actually going on. But there's a lot of chess pieces being moved. I can tell you that. Ashkenazi says the Luciferians get their power through pra practicing Kabbalah witchcraft. I understand witchcraft is like a drug addictive. My neighbors practice witchcraft every single night of the year. Wow. And I actually know somebody like that personally who told me that they have neighbors that are practicing witchcraft. So you never know who's living right beside you. But what I do know is that a lot of these people I see on social media are unapologetically practicing witchcraft. I mean, just every time you turn around, it's, it's the stones, the crystals, the waist beads, the astrology. And for some reason, I notice there's a lot of women. They tend to gravitate to it a lot. I see it a lot of black women, especially. Maybe it's just because of the timelines I follow, but they try to, they gravitate to it a lot, right? So why is it? It's because they want power. It's because they feel like Christianity is not working. Okay. Now, this is another discussion, but people have different ideas of what it means for Christianity to work. See, if your idea of Christianity is denying your flesh, taking up your cross, yeah, it's going to work because you do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, and you 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 live a spiritually fulfilling life. But if your idea of Christianity is living your best life now and having a jet like some of these pastors that I'm not going to name or, you know, just just basically being able to do whatever you want, travel and live a stress free life, then, yeah, it's not going to work because that's not actually what the word of God says. It says we'll be fulfilled it says we'll have life in that much more abundant. It says that God will give us the desires of our hearts. But it doesn't say that you're just going to be living this lavish lifestyle. Okay. And you're just going to name it and claim it. And everything is prosperity. And you're going to sow a bunch of money or a little bit of money and reap a bunch of money on the back end. That's not, that's not what it is. Paul calls that someone who teaches that godliness is gain. 
And he says, you need to avoid somebody like that. Anybody who teaches that godliness is gain. So what's happening is people who don't read the Bible, they see a church on every corner. Some might be real. Some might be false. But they see, okay, my grandmother was struggling. My mother was struggling. Okay, I ain't going to struggle. So whatever they was doing, worshiping that Jesus, I'm not going to do that because it ain't work for her. It ain't work for my grandmother. It ain't work for my great-grandmother. But what did they have? They probably had, those great-grandmothers probably had peace. They probably had husbands. They probably had a legacy, children. My generation ain't even getting married like that. You know, some of us are. But a lot of folks today are single. That's another issue of the enemy. We should have a talk one day about why so many people are single. Okay? Uh, but I'm going to stay on topic. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm sorry. I look like I got a little star. Got a little star that came up on my eye. I don't know where that came from. I felt it just now, too. Might be a sign for me to hop up off here. Let me get through the rest of these comments. I think that's a style. I can't see what it is anyway. Um, glory to God. Glory to God. Man, just some 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 nice comments tonight, family. It's, it's a heavy-hitting topic. Sister Corinne says, I honestly believe the end started when Jesus Christ left earth and went to heaven. But like the word says, it's like women with birth pains. When these happen more frequently, the end is near. You're, you're correct. You are biblically correct. Um, ever since Jesus ascended, we have been in the last days, right? Paul actually in a few of his letters even said that we're in the last days, okay? But I agree with your other point as well. And I agree with your other point as well that the birth pains are an indicator of how close we are to the second coming of Jesus Christ. Moni says, I've heard that people are already going down to one meal a day in preparation for the food shortage. Well, those are some smart people. All I can encourage you to do, I got to talk to myself too. start to wean yourself off a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just get a little bit comfortable not eating excessively. You know what I mean? Get a little bit comfortable fasting every now and then. Start a garden if you have a lawn. Tend to you. Start a garden, garden and tend to it. Get you some cucumbers, some tomatoes, some some potatoes, wherever your, your region is. Do what you got to do. I'll see... Uh, Jesus Christ and Nazareth daughter got to it before me. We need to do our gardening. Absolutely. We grow our own crops. Absolutely. And there's some people who have an anointing and a grace for that. So you need to get with those saints that, that really know how to do that stuff. Moni says farmers have to kill their chickens because there is a dead flu virus going around amongst the chickens. So they're killing the contaminated chickens. Interesting. Of course, I'm asking a question, you know, where does bird flu come from? Now, we've had bird flus before, but the timing is just peculiar. Man. 
comment. I don't think it will come to the type of normal we're accustomed to. To be honest, we are too. We are maybe used to a comfortable. In my bad. To be honest, we are too a comfortable in what we are used to, which we are not able to accept and capture the truth. Yeah, we we have an excessive comfortability level here. We haven't really been through much. Marsha says, I believe C-19 exposed the sheep and the goats. Many of God's children were preparing for his return while those who were in darkness started partying and spiraling into fear more. Wow. Interesting. A lot of lines being drawn in the sand. Moni, Ukraine is a rich country, lots of oil and other riches. Ukraine used to be a part of the Soviet Union. Putin wants to have control of them again. In 2014, Russia overtook Crimea. Okay, see, I'm learning. In Christianity, we got to submit to God's will. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's submitted to God's will. False Christianity is is participating in your own will, like doing whatever you want to do. We need to be careful out there. Can't tell who is serving Jesus Christ on a real. Yeah. Well, the script, the scripture says, let them grow together, meaning the wheat and the tares. And when it's time to do the separating, God says he'll do the separating. Here's an interesting comment. Ashkenazi says, y'all need to research what the communists are doing in the city of Shanghai, China. Scary. It will be done here as well. Well, sister, I did see some of those videos that are happening in Shanghai. They have drones that are being flown around, telling people to be indoors and all this other type of stuff. It's basically a military state there. They're back in lockdowns because of the so-called situation. We know the situation is. So they're back in lockdowns because of that. Um, yeah, find those videos if you can. There's another channel on here that's really good. His name is Mike from On Point Preparedness. So you can search On Point Preparedness. And he did a video the other day that I watched about the, the food shortages around the world. Let me see if I can find Mike's video. Um, he did all the work, so I'm not going to go through his whole video. You know what I mean? I'm just going to uh point you guys to this really quickly there's a brother in the lord i like him um just briefly y'all i'll put the link to his video in the chat uh because the labor is worthy of his reward um let me see something real quick okay so this video he put the other day the food riots have begun let me turn the volume up a little bit the food me i just really want to show the clips that he's showing on the screen that's the main thing i want to show uh it's kind of hard to see too i'm looking at this it, it's it's terrible you can hear it in their voices um that, that they're panicked uh that's in shanghai um china uh, unknown district of shanghai so maybe it wasn't as well 
And so they're saying that uh, because of the lockdowns, the Chinese government is obstructing food trucks from getting into Shanghai. So, so they're preventing food trucks from getting into Shanghai. On government and man, you know, in okay, parts. Let's, let's get past uh, the Shanghai know, part. Less. We already talked about that. <laughs> Peru. Riots and looting in Peru over rising food and gas prices. Expect to see more of this around the world in the coming months. Peru. This is Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Oh, we have me. I'm Nations that are more impoverished. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna share uh what's the name? Mike's link right here. I don't know Mike, I just call him Mike on a first name basis because that's how he introduced himself. <laughs> Mike from On Point Preparedness. Uh put this in here real quick. Yeah, but um man, a lot going on. But we're gonna wrap it up with that. Let me see something real quick. Diversity. Diversify your investments. Think gold, silver, Bitcoin, potentially. That's a good point, sister. Um, good advice. I need to really think about that and pray about that a little bit more. I got to see how the Lord feels about that. I'm sure he probably doesn't mind too much. There's one scripture, though, it, it comes to mind. It talks about uh, like how your gold and silver can't save you. But I do agree with you in wisdom. We should uh we should diversify our savings, right? Diversify our investment, excuse me. So listen, so much can be said about this. So, so much can be said about this. But at the end of the day, all this chaos I'm talking about, Jesus said, in this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Our hope has to be found in nothing less but Jesus Christ and his righteousness. That's the only place our hope can be found. This talk is not to put you in fear. This talk is not to uh, glorify all the darkness that's happening right now. But what this talk should do is it should refocus us to, to get our focus back where it belongs, which is on Christ. I know I need to get my focus back solely on Christ, right, where it belongs. I know that there's a lot going on. We can have fun with uh, Will and Jada and whatever other little rituals are going to come up soon and all that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, you see what's happening in these other countries. Okay, that, that those are real issues. So we have to place our focus where it belongs. Don't stress over things. Just consider yourself an instrument. Wake up every morning, thank the Lord, put on your full armor of God, ask the Lord what he wants you to do, pray for wisdom, walk in whatever it is the Lord has you to do. He keeps you in the palm of his hand and nothing can separate us from his love. There's going to be a choice that everyone can make. Do, and, and do I want to choose Jesus who can set me free with righteousness and free me from sin and forgive me for sin? Or do I want to choose Barabbas, a criminal who we're going to glorify and we're going to set him free in sin? 
See, Barabbas did it wasn't like we we read about Barabbas repenting or having contrition. He he, as far as we know, he's a stone cold criminal still. But because they hated righteousness so much, they had an affinity for a criminal. All these light jail sentences that you see, all of these shaming tactics that they use, fat shaming, slut shaming. Uh, I'm sure it's like a gazillion. I'm not even thinking about all of this political correctness that you see. All of this, uh, they call it misgendering, trying to shame you for speaking the truth. All of this is a is a weakening tactic that they're doing on purpose to get things chaotic so that somebody can come in and save the day with their religion. The religion of the Antichrist is going to be the religion of tolerance, a.k.a. lawlessness. The only law is going to be like what? Don't judge or something like that. Everything is going to be is going to be permissible except having a standard. So don't fall for that trap. Don't be one of those people that goes to the Joker's parade and receives all the Joker's money, all his handouts. Joker out there giving stimulus checks, receiving. And I'm, I'm not saying you can't receive a stimulus check. I'm just you being funny. But you receiving all the Joker's stimulus money, not knowing that he's silently killing you all is if it's too good to be true it is okay if it's too good to be true it is the only truth is that jesus christ came and died for our sins and that was brutal that was brutal so wasn't nothing pretty about that you know, it's, it sound it almost sounds too good to be true because we living in year 2022 and it is a wonderful offer. It's literally the only thing that we can get for free in this in this life. Right. It's salvation. But if you were looking at him on that cross, you would understand that. Oh, OK, I see how it balances out now. OK, he's hanging up there. He's getting the crown of thorns. He's getting the cat nine tails. He's getting. The, the whippings and the beatings and the spitting and the carrying his own cross. So that's not too good to be true. That's the absolute truth. Because he paid the price for those sins, not just what he endured. Some people have endured brutal torture, right? Let's just be honest. Probably not as much as that, but some people may have endured something, you know, worse than that. We never know. But the thing about it is that he was completely innocent, completely innocent, meaning like, sinless and the bible says he never said a mumbling word he didn't complain at all about it he was the perfect lamb that was slain the perfect lamb that was slain and that's what made it worth it he was perfect he didn't have spot wrinkle or blemish and that's what they had during passover they needed a perfect young lamb without any spot or blemish, a young male lamb. And Jesus Christ was that lamb. And now that he has ascended, he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. I heard somebody say he, he, he went out as the lamb, but he's coming back as the lion. So receive him as the lamb. 
if you walking down the street, I'm gonna close with this. If you walking down the street, if I gave you a choice, you gotta walk past this animal. You gotta get to where you're going, and 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 you gotta get there. You can't go another direction, and you can choose to walk walk by a a a, a, a young lamb or a lion, and you, I ain't talking about you far. You just you just right on the same. Now you let's say you across the street, but you know they faster than you. <laughs> you can choose to walk past a lamb or a lion. Which one are you gonna choose? Anybody that's being honest, no goodness well. Give me, the, give me that lamb because I'm not walking past no lion. I don't know. I can't outrun a lion. I'm not stronger than a lion. I don't want to be nowhere near a lion unless it's the circus and they got a big cage up. Okay? So listen, family. That's what it boils down to. All of us have a choice to make. Everything that you see here, most of it is, is intentional. I'm not going to say too much more about that. I say that for one of my tinfoil episodes, but um, that's all I have in this solid talk family. I thank y'all for hanging out with me a little bit. Uh, God bless everyone. Um, comments and whatnot. So one or two people try to get on. I apologize if it didn't work. We'll try to do a little bit better, but listen, family, that's all I have in this solid talk. You all take care and be blessed. Culture can't keep me in check And from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest And show each other respect I keep it solid I'm dropping knowledge Wisdom understanding just like you done went to college Devil know we working His goal is to try to stop it Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it Controversial topics Just to keep it honest Truth hit hard just like it's a blunt object Culture living Godless, I can't even call it. We in the last days, Babylon is falling. Don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya. Points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya. Let's walk and get the best of ya. I'm trying to tell you, bruh, only around the shell we say we're trying to get the rest Speaking of ya. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In from beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases Speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus gonna Keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty No I can't handle me Not where I wanna be But best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit Main event and slambery So I need them every day This daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron So I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here But guarantee the link in heaven The born again and righteous Are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith And be amongst the saints When they step in